0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Phoenix, Arizona, it's time for Phoenix Business Radio, spotlighting the city's best businesses and the people who lead them. Welcome to 3C Amplified. I'm your host, Jacqueline DeStremps, and here to highlight the businesses, nonprofits, and individuals collaborating to amplify their impact in the community. This series is sponsored by Another Hand Advantage, where I create marketing strategies for community-minded small businesses and nonprofits that fit your schedule and your budget while making your brand stand out in front of your audience. And today, joining me in the studio, I have Sherry Eklund, founder of Teen Strong. Welcome, Sherry. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have you here today. It seems like a Friday. (laughs) I know. It does seem like a Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I actually just want to kind of jump right in and to talk to you a little bit about, obviously about Teen Strong, because we want to hear all about that. But I guess I really want to hear, too, about what was that journey like up until Teen Strong? Because Teen Strong hasn't been around for very long. Correct. Right. So how did you end up in this place with Teen Strong?
1: You know, I've been very fortunate. I have been able to reinvent myself, actually, a couple times in my career. Um, education and corporate training has been my career for most of my adult life. And then when my husband became a private pilot and we got into the flying and just touring the state and just having a blast, we decided to launch a business that would support that hobby. Yeah. (laughs) And that's an expensive hobby. Yes. (laughs) So um, we decided that we would start an aerial photography business. And we've been doing that for the last 13 years, and it's been wonderful. My husband and I love to fly, obviously. We love to work together, and it's just been a a great journey. But a couple years ago, drones came into the picture and completely, really changed the dynamic of the business. And if you're a pilot and you love to fly, the drone path really isn't the most exciting. Right, (laughs) And uh, most of our clients are commercial real estate and commercial construction companies. And so they, a lot, bought their own drones. And so they didn't need us as much. I still work aerial photography part-time. I still fly a couple times a month. But it just kind of really slowed down. And I'm thinking, okay, I reinvented myself one time. Let's reinvent. um, My degrees are in education. And kids and youth have always been my passion. So I saw the change in the aerial photography business as a path for me to change my own journey. In a very short period of time, this is about two years ago, Mm -hmm. I started hearing and reading about stories that basically had the same theme. And the theme was that kids were going through situations because they didn't know the resources that they had. And so I saw that, again, as my way to change my path, my journey. And we created Teen Strong as a website to um, help the kids know where the resources are, be one place to get resources and information to get them through their challenging years. So it's been quite the journey the last, you know,
0: (laughs) 15 or so years. So it's been great. Yeah. yeah. So that second time around when you decided to start Teen Strong, how do you think that was um, different than maybe that first time when you decided to go from that um, corporate training to the aerial photography? What were those two points in your life? This? Very different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A
1: lot scarier. You know,
0: corporate training, that was always my
1: path. And then when we went into the aerial photography, my husband being in construction in the Valley for over 30 years, we had a lot of connections. And so we instantly had a successful business. And so it was great. And it wasn't hard. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) It was like, I could do this. Teen strong, completely different story. Mm -hmm. And
0: so... um, And that's very interesting because you would think that first time around would be the d- difficult one and you learned your lessons and what yeah, to, yeah, what to yeah, do yeah, and what exactly. not to do. And yeah. that second time around would be, oh, this is a piece of cake. So that's really interesting that it's kind of different for you. Yeah, yeah. I have no
1: fear right. about that. It's like, <laughs> okay, I can reinvent myself. I don't have any qualms or fears about starting another business and starting from scratch. But we are an LLC. We are for profit, but our mission is very non profity mm-hmm. if you will. And it it's just a different ball game altogether. And so I'm starting from scratch mm-hmm. where with the aerial as I mentioned, we already had a lot of connections. Right. For Teen Strong getting out to the schools and so forth, it's like it's starting
0: from scratch. Right, right. So and it's, it's that it's a whole new audience, you know, oh, before it's you completely were completely <laughs> different. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> something unique then about also about Teen Strong is uh, obviously you want teens to go to the website and check that out but the teens aren't paying for the <laughs> paying for that paying for the business so exactly. now you have basically you have two different audiences you've got an audience that you need to go after um that uh that helps to support your your mission. Exactly. And then you've got that that audience that you're going after to actually to use it's the a service. Balance. Yeah. It's yeah.
1: a balance. So I am. I'm trying to get the word out to the middle schools and the high schools and the counselors' offices. And I've got to get that following up so that I can get somebody to be an advertiser or a sponsor. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I'm dividing up my time. And really right now, I'm very focused on building up our followers and users. Um, I do have a couple advertisers. I have a couple sponsors. But yeah, it's it's a matter of balancing that time with the schools being out for the summer. I had time to focus on partnering with behavioral health facilities because that's a, a huge organization that I need to be able to target mm-hmm. and have our brochures. Our website's available in English and Spanish. Our brochures are as well. And so it's it's getting the word out. So it, it is, it's a balancing act and it's not always easy. <laughs> and But you know, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it every day. And yeah. I really feel this is where I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to be doing. So yeah. it's very exciting.
0: Yeah. And part of the um, website that I thought was really interesting. So a lot of times when you think of um, like a directory type website or a a resource guide, you're thinking it's just a listing of resources. But what's unique about Teen Strong is you actually have articles. Who are those articles written by? Who have you found um, in the community that's helped you out with that? Oh, sure. Absolutely. We did um, want the website not just to be the
1: resources. So i a, a team of seven writers that I have found through um, some writing organizations and through LinkedIn. LinkedIn's my new best friend. <laughs> and I really have a fabulous team. So I have seven team writer uh, writers. And then I also have a health and wellness team. And they do some writing for me. Um, I have made some great connections in the community. Um, I've partnered with Teen Lifeline. suicide prevention and they write quarterly for us. I've also partnered with Planned Parenthood and they do writing for us on sex education and a variety of the different communities out there. So it's been really great to be able to pull teams together to get the information out there one section that I'm hoping to launch in the next couple of weeks is mindfulness. So um, through some networking that I've done, I've been able to connect with somebody that's um, going to be an excellent writer for bringing that component to the website and helping meet the girls where they are and help them find that inner peace. So I'm really excited about that. But it's it's a lot of networking and just getting out there. Yeah. Yeah. You know.
0: And how early then in th- your thoughts on bringing teen strong to life? How early on did you realize um this can't just be me. I'm going I'm going to have to start looking for a team to help me out with some of that writing. Was that something that you had thought of from the very beginning? You knew that that was going to be that path or how did that unfold?
1: Yeah, you know, I originally have been fascinated for a while now with um, e-magazines. So I was kind of thinking about going down that path. So I knew I would need writers and advertisers and so forth. But I decided I didn't want to go the subscription route. I didn't want my audience, the teens, and their influencers to have to worry about a subscription fee. And I just didn't think I would be able to reach as many kids. So we scratched that idea and decided let's just make it a straight website. and be able to have easy access to it. So I always knew I was going to have to have a team. um, And I just started doing my research. I did about six, seven months of research before I met with the the web designer to sit down and say, okay, I'm ready to go. Mm -hmm. So uh, a lot of time finding the right people, connecting, and, and so forth. So it's it's always a process. Right. And it's evolving. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, always it has to. Evolving. It always has to be evolving yeah. because yeah. it's, um, in this day and age, things change so rapidly. They do. And the way that you can get information out to teens, I mean, especially in that market, is, is going to be changing. So it's definitely something you have to be. Exactly. You have and, to be very accepting of change.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and you. we have to meet them where they are, mm-hmm. as I said before. So we're on social media. So We have an Instagram account and a couple of my writers are, are in their early 20s. And so that's very helpful for me. <laughs> and uh, so I have one of them handling the Instagram account. So we're building that up. We're, of course, on Facebook, but that's really for the parents and other influencers and so forth. So I need to get better at posting on that and staying in touch with that. But another cool thing that I like about the website is the animated videos on a variety of topics, puberty and relationships and sexual orientation and so forth. And They really are good about getting the information out there to the kids, but they're good conversation starters for kids and parents to have that conversation. That might be a little difficult but uh, that's another way to, to bring everybody together. So. And
0: how would you come across that resource? Because that is really unique and a different way for like you uh, had mentioned um, meeting the teens where they're at mm-hmm. and it not being, you know, a video that they're going to see in their uh, health class at school exactly. or exactly. Um, presented to them in kind of a you know, a YouTube fashion, who knows what they could be getting in that um, arena. So how did you come across that resource?
1: Actually, through Planned Parenthood. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I've had uh, several meetings with them. And one time when I was out at their location, we were going through the website and talking about different resources. And they turned me on to amaze.org. And so I went and checked them out, fell in love with the videos, talked to my web guy and said, is there any way that we can have these on our website as a share? And he checked it out and said, absolutely, we can do it. So once a month, I rotate them through. We have two on the website at all times, and I just kind of rotate them through. It's been a great resource. Mm-hmm. And Amaze.org really is amazing. <laughs> they have different um, categories for their videos, but not just by the category of, of the topic, such sexual orientation, but also by their age. So they've got some for the teens, they've got some for the tweens, and now they've reached them for toddlers. So I haven't checked out the ones for toddlers because I'd like to see what the heck they do with that. <laughs> but... Um, I think it's just great that they're they're a great resource, and it's nice that I'm able to share that on on the website.
0: Yeah. So, um, talking about that, having a be ever evolving. So, obviously, um, where you're at now is different from kind of where you started at first with Teen Strong. What are some things then that you, oh, uh, I don't know, something that you, maybe you learned along the way that say you know now that you wish maybe you knew when you first started Teen Strong. Oh my gosh you mentioned LinkedIn is now your new best friend. Is that something that you ever had thought of before as being a a tool for you? No,
1: I did in the past, but I think really probably the power of social media. Mm -hmm. You know, I knew it was going to be powerful, but I think that's probably the the biggest growth area for me that I wasn't really fully aware of is Mm -hmm. like, wow, I need to get this Instagram thing figured out. <laughs> you know, that's why I'm paying somebody to do it for right, me. Right. But yeah, I think the really the whole social media thing was like, wow,
0: mm-hmm. very much an
1: eye-opener.
0: Yeah, And not just connections and getting your, not just for ways of getting your own content out there to bring people back to the website, but I suspect also for when you are reaching out to, um, businesses to look at advertising and look at um, sponsorship. I imagine they're also wanting to see some sort of a presence on social media, so that oh, they know that you're really doing something. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. There,
1: you know, when I'm meeting with people, they want to know what are your analy- analytics look like, mm-hmm. and so I've got to be able to show that. And it's been that's been an education as well, right? And so with the aerial photography business. We worked it in a different way, and so now it's a lot more um, engaging Mm -hmm. than we needed it to be for the aerial photography business. So it's something that we need to stay on top of, definitely.
0: And I like that you point that out because a lot of times people will... I don't know, download a guide or or read a piece about how they should be using social media for their business. Um, and when it doesn't work because of the way that, you know, hey, I'm trying this the way this person told me I should be doing it and it's still not working for me, they automatically think they must be doing something wrong. But it's very different depending on the type of business you have. It's different it, it depending is, on the yeah. business. It's different depending on even maybe how you are and how you work. It is. And I still read those articles. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm still going back right, and forth on right. those. But mm-hmm. because there are so many different opportunities and avenues to approach it, mm-hmm. it can be a very overwhelming. It can so it's be. It's like, okay, I need to step back, regroup, and see where I am right now and what's going to be my best path to move forward with the next six months and then keep going from there. I like
0: but, yeah. that you that you chunk it out like that because that's one of the things that I say when I'm working with clients and we're talking about a marketing plan, the very first thing I say is what are your goals? Um, which sometimes can be you know, oh i don 't know, did you write them you know they 're not they 're not goals yeah. if you haven 't written them down they 're yeah. just ideas in your exactly. head, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but looking at like a realistic time frame to that as well, yeah. and then kind of scaling it back from there and looking at what you can do at this point, because even though you 've got this team of writers and such, is it still just you kind of behind the scenes. At oh, yeah. Teen Street. Yeah. So oh, yeah. <laughs> there's only so much you can do. Exactly, <laughs> It gets day.
1: overwhelming. Mm-hmm. It really gets overwhelming. But yeah. like I said, I, I'm loving it. But yeah, it's you have to be focused. You have to be organized. Otherwise, it just isn't going to
0: happen. Right. Yeah. And you said you are still involved also with the aerial photography business yeah. as well. So, yeah.
1: so I, I fly a couple times a month, two, three times a month. Mm-hmm. Um, I try and just group everything together, so I'm not flying onesie twosies. Right, and so yeah, so yeah, very full calendar, <laughs> very
0: full. So uh, let's kind of get into a little bit. We've touched on it some, but to kind of get into the real nitty gritty of the uh, website and some of those resources that are available. So, what happens? A teen comes across the website, or you know, picks up a some information uh, brochure. It goes to the website. What types of information can they find on there? And kind of what are your goals for what type of information and going to bring to them? Sure.
1: Um, As I mentioned earlier, we wanted it to be not just a resource directory, but that really was the reason why we started it. We wanted to make sure that the kids knew that there are resources out there that people care about them and want to help them. So we do have a list of hotlines and helplines for immediate situations. We list community programs that they can become involved in for education and leadership if they need resources for eating disorders or substance abuse and so forth, food and shelter. We've got that. But um, each week we add in a couple fresh articles that are written by our team They can be on self-harm. We did a five-part series on eating disorders. We did a series on STDs. Um, At least one article a month is on the whole body positivity movement because girls, young girls, very much struggle with low self-esteem and body image. So I want to have at least one article a month on that topic. Um, So we have a variety of, of topics that just really range from anything that might be applicable to a young girl. We've got that. But then we have, um, as I mentioned, our health and wellness team. So if a young girl has a question about her changing body or her diet and nutrition or emotional changes that she's going through at 17 years old, they can email in a question. It actually comes to me and then I give it to the appropriate provider. They'll uh, read it and write up a a brief Q&A and then I post it on the website as a question and answer, but it's anonymous. So nobody ever knows what girl asked that question. Um, so I think that's really a powerful tool that we have. Um, I've done some focus groups and I'm always amazed at the questions that we get. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I just make sure that we get that posted on there and that they're aware of that. But um, that's something that's really useful and helpful and sets us apart from other directories because we have other pieces of information. We have money matters. So we have a CPA that every month writes an article on budget and finance information that would be good and applicable to a young teen. Maybe they need to know how to create a budget. How do they save for their first car? Oh my gosh, what's the difference between a credit card and a debit card? Mm -hmm. You know, things like Mm -hmm. that. We have some business people writing essential job skills. So on communication and leadership and time management, how do you build those skills so that you are going into the workplace the best that you can be and the best that you can offer to an employer? Um, We also have some... An app of the month, and Fab Read, and so forth. I said we're going to be um, starting the mindfulness section. I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I think that that's going to be really, really, really cool. And we also have stories that inspire. So, it's one of the the main things that I want with the website is for young girls to never feel alone. And so, if we can have other young girls share their story and help other young women know that they can survive whatever situation they're going through and come out stronger on the other side. I want that. So I'm always looking for um, new stories to be able to, to put out on that. So it's very exciting because we really are unique mm-hmm. and nothing else is out there like that. So I'm, I'm very excited about it. I'm very proud of what we've been able to do in a short period of time. Just um, 13 months old.
0: I was just going to say, so, I don't know that we ever actually said that yet, but yeah, yeah just, just 13 months. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's exciting. It's a lot to pack into those those first 13 It is. Months. You
1: know, sometimes I get frustrated. But then when I step back and think, think about where you were a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm doing okay. <laughs> I'm, this is good. This is good.
0: I like that the topics are so diverse. And it doesn't necessarily yeah. have to be it's a girl in crisis that is exactly. headed to the website to find this information. It's There's topics on there that they can check in on. Weekly, monthly, and exactly uh, like you said, just the budgeting aspect of it, I think, is just really um, important. Uh, If it's not something that they're getting in any kind of programming in school or um, from even at home, uh, maybe they don't even. Maybe their parents don't even budget. (laughs) Well, you know, when (laughs) think about it, right now the big thing
1: is adulting classes. Yes.
0: (laughs) Well, why is there even a need for that? But
1: okay. But, you know, how do you do these things? How do you go to the bank Mm -hmm. and open a savings account or a checking account? How do you write a check? I mean, how do you do laundry? How do you use knives in the kitchen? These kids don't know that. They're not getting that. So, okay, we can help provide that.
0: So when you, um, going back to then when you first started, how many of these topics did you already have in mind? Like, this is exact, this is what I want to make sure we have on the website. And what are some (laughs) of those ones that kind of evolved over time?
1: Oh, the vast majority have evolved over Mm -hmm. time. Um, I had my list... But then when I started talking to the writers, I was, you know, extracting ideas from them. And so I've got a very strong list, but it's always evolving. Mm -hmm. I mean, I am out in the community every week. And so I'm meeting new people and getting new ideas. And one thing that we do once or twice a month with the articles is I have one of my team members interview somebody from a nonprofit organization, and we feature that on the website and so that's another way to help them but get that information out there and just kind of keep getting fresh and new ideas on what's important to these girls what's going on in their world right now
0: yeah, yeah and that was going to actually lead into my next question so how do you know what what the, some of those topics maybe need to be refreshed on where do you find out what the trends are then that you're uh, of topics that you want to get co- make sure are covered
1: um, just being out there, mm-hmm. talking to people at the school, talking to prevention coaches, talking to kids, having focus groups. So what I've started doing is when I'm out at a middle school or a high school, I'll have a sheet of paper and they can just come in and write a question down if they have a question for a doctor or a nutritionist or whatever. And that gets submitted and then also, I have a little sheet that says, What topics are you interested in? And they can all they have to do is put a little tick mark by it. And that kind of helps get me going. But the more I'm out in the community and talking to people, oh my gosh, I am just constantly writing out new ideas. And my writers, they're wonderful. They'll send me some ideas that they have. I have one writer who's wonderful and she um, does a lot on eating disorders and anxiety and all of that. So she sent me a list. So we've got a lot of topics, but what I try and do is only set the calendar for a couple months out because if there's something that's popping up in the news, I want to be able to address it right away. I don't want to have the article list post dates so set and rigid that I can't move things around and pop it in there when it is really a hot topic. And so that's what's nice about it just being me. Yeah. <laughs> I get to dictate what I do you when I to, do yeah. it. So that, that's been really good. But yeah, I, I have that flexibility. So if I if I see something, uh, my sister's great. She's um she sends me text messages all the time on, oh did you see this article? Check this out. This is This is what's going on right Mm -hmm. now. So another great resource is is family, friends, anybody just talking to people.
0: Right. Yeah. And now the webs obviously anybody can access the website, but it's not just geared towards Arizona
1: teens, correct? Is it? Correct. The resources is for Arizona. Mm -hmm. But other than that, it's for anybody around the world Mm -hmm. and it's not just for girls. Right. So I do focus the resources on facilities that might cater to girls, but I mean, like, your behavioral health organizations or your community programs are boys and girls, but certain ones, if they are just um, for boys, I didn't put them in my directory, Mm -hmm. you know, so. Right. But, yeah.
0: What would you say is something that you're, um, most proud of, of as far as, like you had mentioned, sometimes you get frustrated and you have to look back and say, okay, you know, I have come a long way. But what are some things that maybe when you're looking at the website and you see something that's on there, you feel most proud of, or maybe when you're talking, out talking in the public about, um, about the organization?
1: You know, it's really, I think, how it's evolved. I knew that I wanted to have more than a directory but the different components that we've been able to add and continue to add, and just how far we've come from no one knowing who we are to having close to 400 new visitors every month. When I'm going out to resource fairs or talking to somebody like, oh yeah, I know Teen Strong. I'm (laughs) like, oh, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) This is great. So when people know me, And recognize the name Teen Strong, oh that's just incredible.
0: So Yeah. Very fun, yeah, yeah. So, with the school year just kind of starting to ramp yeah. up, you talked about the summer. It was a little bit slower, so you were able to really concentrate more on meeting maybe with some businesses about right. advertising and sponsorship. But now that the school year is kind of ramping up again, I think pretty much everyone in Arizona is I back to so, school yeah. now. Yeah, I think I've stopped seeing the back to school photos yeah. <laughs> on social media. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, what what are you looking forward to? Um, Say this this fall with Teen Strong, any new uh, projects that you have going, or where, how are you shifting gears from kind of the summer? Yeah,
1: the summer you know, to fall? I am all about now getting emails, and sometimes I do the old fashioned letter mm-hmm. um, to anybody and everybody. If you're a middle school, high school, charter school, I need to be reaching out to you to get our brochures to your counselors, your prevention coaches, and so forth. So they can be distributing our cards to the kids. Um, I am also a member of the PAINT Phoenix Purple, City of Phoenix Initiative. So we are going out to the schools for resource fairs and Suicide Prevention Month is September. We have Teen Dating Violence Awareness Month, Domestic Violence Awareness Month. So we're going out to the schools. So starting in the fall, starting next month, we're out at the schools doing resource fairs, getting the word out. These are the resources. This is what appropriate teen dating behavior looks like. This is what it's not. And how are we going to take care of you if you're in that situation? So we're, we're ramping up.
0: And and you talked about uh, earlier your partnership with Teen Lifeline. How did that come about? Was that a connection that you already had previously? No, I reached out to them Mm -hmm. and said,
1: you know, is this something that we can do? And then I wanted to do um, spotlight them. That's sometimes an easier in to an organization. Say, hey, I'd like to to spotlight you on the, the website. We'd love to feature you in this article. Can I have somebody contact you, interview you? That's an easy in. And so um, just kind of reaching out to them and having wonderful conversations. And it just kind of grew. And so, yeah, the same thing with Planned Parenthood. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I'm just reaching out to the organizations that I think are a good fit, a good connection, and then taking it from there.
0: Right. Yeah. And sometimes they're not going to be a good fit, and that's fine. And yeah, but when you hit those ones that are a good fit and wherever, where everyone can you kind of get that look like, oh my gosh, how did, yeah, how are we just now meeting? <laughs> yeah, it, I know exactly, you know, and I really, there's only been
1: a couple that haven't been mm-hmm. a good fit or I don't hear back because they're just not interested or whatever, but mm-hmm. very few and far between. So that's exciting. Yeah. You know, people are getting it. They understand that we're doing something different. And who doesn't want to, have their brand if you're a counselor or if you're a gynecologist or a pediatrician who doesn't want to have a brand exposure to these kids. Mm-hmm. You know, it just it makes sense.
0: Yeah. So going back to so you've got that kind of those different audiences. So you've got yeah. the you've got the kids, you've got the um businesses that you're looking at to help support the um support your mission. Uh where do parents fit into this? How, are, are there things on the website that even parents are going to be uh, find useful?
1: You know, I think so. I think, gosh, I hate to say it, but the money matters. I mean, <laughs> that's important. You know, a lot of the parents don't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, the essential job skills. We have a fab read, so books on motivating and encouraging young women to be the best that they can be. And we are good enough the way that we are. Um, so I think there are components to that. Like I said earlier, with animated video, they're a good conversation starter. So that helps. But it also gives the parents a place to go to see what kind of information and topics are important to their kids and what are their kids reading, what are their kids being exposed to. Mm -hmm. And that kind of hopefully will help them be more present um, because right now parents are struggling with that. And so let's, let's put our own technology down. And meet them and spend some quality time with them. So I think the website
0: is a little catalyst for that. And you're kind and of hoping. already doing some of that legwork for them by kind of <laughs> by doing the research to see yeah. what's what's important and what's popular and what's uh, trending now and what topics yeah. you know should they be maybe paying attention to. Yeah, I imagine yeah. there's a, you know a lot of parents out there who think not. You know, not my child. My My kid isn't involved <laughs> oh, with, <yeah>. with that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, but, you know, if we can help,
1: that's great. But what's really nice is um, we're familiar with some situations where the parents were aware and that their teenager was not in the best place. And in one particular case, they put um, our website on their phone, on their teenager's phone. This. Uh, this teenager decided to go down a, a dark path. Um, but after taking the pills, they did reach out, reach out to our website to get help on the suicide prevention hotline. The parents are crediting our website to yeah. help save their teenager's life. So, I mean, incredible. I mean, I cried the entire day. <laughs> you know, I, the, the story was just really, yeah. really incredible. And so when we're able to help parents help their kids... Yeah, that it's just amazing. I mean, I wanted to build this website to give back to the community and have resources and help kids, but to have it and see it happen. And in just over a year's time, being able to make that kind of difference, it just blows me away sometimes. But yeah, there's just so many things that I think parents can do that aren't hard that we need to help them do that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I imagine and one of the questions I was even going to ask you was, "Hey, let's let's hear about some, maybe some of your success stories, but what's difficult with, you know, with the way that this is set up, there's probably not a lot of uh that uh, it's not that obvious all the time." So, right. I'm, it, I'm exactly. glad that you I'm did, not always
1: aware. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, but when the parent did reach out to us send us an email and and wanted to say Thank you for being there for my kid, Mm -hmm. and I mean, oh my gosh, yeah. But yeah, and and that helped us change our website a little bit. So when we realized this teenager had to pull up the website, go to the directory, search for the hotline, then make the phone call. Oh my gosh, that takes too much time. Mm -hmm. So what we decided to do is put the suicide prevention hotline. On the header of our website. So Mm -hmm. that's one of the first things that you see when you come to the website. Because every minute counts if you're in that dark place. So we're here for you. So we're hoping that as we continue to make a difference that that's going to help the situation.
0: So we we talked a little bit about maybe this fall, um, what you're looking at as far as growth in Teen Strong, but ultimately, you know, where would be uh, looking forward another 13 months? Where would be a, a place that you'd like to see Teen Strong? My goal is to have our brochures
1: in And I know this is a lofty goal, but you got to have big goals, right? (laughs) I want my brochures in every pediatrician office, in every gynecologist's office, all the schools around the state. We need to be able to get these kids the information and resources, and they don't have that. And so, yeah, that's my goal. In the next year, just keep pounding it and just keep getting the word out and getting our brochures in the hands of those kids, and then um, go from there. Grow from you know Arizona maybe to another area. Yeah.
0: So, well, and what's so unique is that it's all in one. All of those resources and um, are all in one place, um, because exactly. there's definitely a lot of organizations out there that focus on on helping teens, um, but not everybody. You you especially especially as a teen with everything else that's going on you yeah. know you're not going to be uh searching you know you don't want to have to search for down five or six or seven different places to find what ex- what what's going to be a fit for you or what or maybe they don't even know exactly what it is that they need. they just right. have questions and want some some answers, and yeah. what a unique way for that to all be in one place for them and like I said, I think it's just a tremendous resource for even even parents to yeah, even go you. on there yeah. and kind of look and see okay what what topics are being are on here well I mean one they they should know what their their kids are looking at anyway right. uh, but yeah. but even for them, just to even see oh, what those exactly. topics are exactly yeah. and It
1: doesn't matter what socioeconomic status you are, you need the information and you need resources. So this to have one place for that, my personal opinion is that that's really good. I mean, there are different county resource guides and they say they're teen resource guides, but they have sections for veterans or seniors, or something like that. So, to find something that's truly dedicated to teens is unique. Mm-hmm. And so, we've just got to.
0: It makes them it. feel like that information is yeah. for them, personal to it's them. It's personal to yeah. them. And it's yeah. it's, and feeling comfortable, I think, too, like you said, to be able to reach out on their own if needed, with those resources. exactly, And I think having it presented in a way like this is for you might make them feel more comfortable in doing that rather than it being presented in a way that, oh, I don't know that I should be the one to make this call or I don't feel, they might not take me seriously if I contact them. Exactly, yeah, exactly. So... Because you've kind of gone through that journey, you've made a couple of different um, you know, pivots in your career, what kinds of advice, if somebody out there is listening to this and they're thinking, I like what I'm doing now, but what I really would love to do is this other thing. Where how do you what advice do you have for making that, that Don't link? be afraid and do it. Yeah.
1: I wouldn't be where I am today having the successful aerial photography business and, you know, making a difference already with Teen Strong if I was too afraid to to make that jump. My husband is extremely supportive of everything that I do. But yeah, so if I didn't have his support, but don't be afraid to do it. If there's something else that really is a passion for you, you got to go for it. Mm -hmm. You know, if you can make it happen, then you need to make it happen.
0: Oh, and I would dad too, and realize that you can things can be changed along the way <laughs> just oh, because yeah, you say exactly. I'm going to do this, and you start doing it, and that's not what you exactly. think. Doesn't mean that oh I failed, I can't, I can't do, do it. Just yeah. exactly. change it up a bit.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean it's you know it's it's been a long journey, and but um, it's been worth it. But yeah, you you've got to have the confidence in yourself to be able to say I can do it, and this is really what I want to do and if there's a passion that you have go for it just remember though when your passion becomes work it does change the ball. Game. it does change
0: yep it yep. does change it but you know it's all good <laughs> it's all good yeah yeah so as we wrap up today what are um what are some things that you would like to get out there as far as um listeners who are listening and they want to become involved We've talked about there's ways for businesses to sponsor um, and to advertise. But Correct. what are some ways if somebody's listening and they're like, I love this, I want to be involved in some way, do they go to the website? Do they reach out to you? What's the you best know, way? They
1: can um, go to the website and go to the contact page or you can just email me at info at teenstrongaz.com and just get out. I'm, sometimes people want to be a contributor. And so we have that link on the website as well. But yeah, visiting the website, getting a good feel for what we're offering is a a great way to just start and then reach out and say, this is what I'm interested in. I mean, if you'd like to be a writer or an advertiser or a sponsor, whatever the case may be, we're we're up for it.
0: Because it's those advertisers and sponsors that really keep this directory going exactly right? it's important exactly. to kind of point that out because like you said thank it's you. not a subscription service yes. the teens aren't paying for this schools aren't paying for to exactly. get this information out to them so really in order to keep this up and keep this going you're relying on help from advertisers and sponsors who really have uh, really see how important this is that this get in front of those teens so exactly yeah. yes thank you yeah advertisers and then sponsors we call them a friend On
1: Teen Strong. Mm -hmm. And so for somebody that believes in the work that we're doing but may not have the budget to be an advertiser or may not be looking to have direct brand exposure to the kids and their parents, they can still support us through being a sponsor, or like I said, I call it be a friend of Teen Strong. So yeah, thank you for helping me get the word out.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And you mentioned social media. You said you're on Instagram. We'll have all those links when this broadcast is um, published as a podcast. But if somebody's listening right now and they want to reach out to you on social media, where can they follow you? On Instagram,
1: Teen Strong, and then we're on Facebook as well. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Great. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Sherry, for um, for coming in today and talking about this. Um, it's. I think it's, it's one of those topics um, going back to, you know, you already have a career. And I think what was unique about you is you've done this twice. <laughs> you've already got... <laughs> Crazy <some>, women. <laughs> you've already got a career and you want to change things up. Uh, you did that once, you did it twice. Um, it was exciting, though, to learn that It is actually easier the first time than it was the second time. But letting people know that it is possible um, to do that. So thank you so much for sharing your story about that. I can talk forever
1: on (laughs) teens. so I
0: appreciate the opportunity. This is wonderful. Thank you. Great. Thank you so much, Sherry. Well, you've been listening to 3C Amplified, where we share how others are connecting, creating, and collaborating to amplify their impact. And we hope we've inspired you to do the same in your community. Until next time. I'm Jacqueline DeStrems with Another Hand Advantage. Let me help create a digital marketing strategy to put your organization's mission in front of your target audience and highlight the impact you're having in your community. Visit anotherhandadvantage.com to learn more and connect.